Podcast Network Asia. Welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan, where we rise up together every chance we get and have fun while we're at it. Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome back to Rise Up. And today we are rising up with a beautiful soul, a good friend of mine. I'm so happy to be able to reconnect with her again. It's been a while <laughs> from being second runner up in Asia's Next Top Model to being no stranger to the pageant world, guys. Ayan na yung pa-intro natin. <laughs> from Bidibini to Miss World, from model to model mama to her super cute baby, Joaquin, turning one this August already. Oh my gosh, time flies. Let's all welcome the gorgeous Katarina Rodriguez. Hey, babe. Welcome to the show. Hi, Janina. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the intro. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here, Chef. We want to make our guests as comfy as possible. And yeah, basically, I'm just here as a friend and also as a listener. I'm so ready to be inspired by your personal Rise Up story too, which we will get into in a bit. But how have you been so far? How's life treating you? I mean, the last time I saw you, you weren't a mom yet, and now you are. Oh my gosh. Graveno. I know. So yeah, how have you been? I've been good. I've been busy trying to um, get to that normal phase in life after the pandemic, then after having a baby. So also busy with the baby. It's been a lot of fun and an experience I wouldn't trade for anything. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh, I remember seeing your posts from... The time you were giving birth, it, it was a water birth, no less, correct? Yeah, a water birth, yes. Oh yeah, gosh. that was definitely like the highlight of my entire life. I feel like every moment of my life was in a way um, grooming me for that particular moment because it's so much more mental than it is physical. But yeah, I would do it again. I do it again. I want four more kids and I <laughs> want them all to be water birds. Oh my gosh. I, I highly recommend it. Oh my gosh, we, we could probably make another podcast about this. But I mean, we're already talking about it, but why not? We have some mommies to be there considering maybe just like a quick um quick pointers of why it's so different and why would you would recommend it we're already talking about it anyway okay i when i got pregnant i had this like moment where i was trying to figure out where i wanted to give birth how i wanted to give birth of course and I, I had no like prior knowledge to water birth, but I just had this urge to be in warm water mm-hmm. at that time. Like it was just so comforting to me. And then it sounded so comforting to give birth in like war- in a pool of warm water because I was always cold in my first trimester. <laughs> and then I, I read more into it. I'd stay up till like two in the morning just reading about different uh, birth options, delivery stories. And then I, I came across an article about birth trauma, which I found so interesting. The whole point of like the article was explaining how birth trauma exists. Oh. And of course, we don't remember our experience when we were born, but apparently the way you're born and how you experience your birth um, dictates the rest of your life it like sets the tone for your life onwards 
And I was a cesarean baby, so I didn't experience going through my mother's birth canal, which mm-hmm. in the article, they stress that that's a rite of passage to life because mm-hmm. like you're naturally, we're really supposed to go through the birth canal. And when you don't have that experience or when you have like a, when your mother or you experience this stressful birth, it doesn't mean that you're going to have a stressful life or you're going to be a failure in life, but there are moments or feelings that um, will be triggered due to that, due to that moment in time. And there's like, um, there's even therapists on it where they'll connect moments in your life that are challenging or where you need to rise up um, Mm -hmm. that they'll root back to your birth experience. Mm -hmm. So because I was a cesarean baby, I really wanted my son to have the best experience that he could. And of course, for myself as well. And when the baby is in your womb, they're in liquid. Mm -hmm. So it sounded so nice for him to transition through the birth canal from liquid going into water mm-hmm. which is also liquid so you know he could stretch his limbs because they're all oh, inside so squished up. yeah I also requested that he stay in the water for a minute mm-hmm. so he could really kind of just float and like yeah get used to being outside of the womb <laughs> a little and what's nice with uh, water birth you control the setting so you control yes. the lighting you control yes. the air con the music can, <laughs> why the not? music you uh-huh. can drink water you can eat if you want to because typically in hospital settings they don't allow you mm. to even drink water oh and girl gosh. i'm telling you when you're going through labor you're gonna be so thirsty i did not know that like I really would, thirsty. I would think that you would need more water <laughs> just because it's so tiring. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I think this is very beneficial. I know a lot of our listeners are like, a lot of them are ladies and of age, of age, male modeva. This is probably like a sign <laughs> for them. Maybe they should DM you more details after this. But yeah, take it into consideration. Yeah. <laughs> when the time comes for me, I'll ask you more details, babe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'll okay. just be here. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. I guess in a way that is a little bit of a rise up story, but yeah, let's get straight to it. I know we were chatting a little bit about it backstage, but yeah, let's dive right in for you. What has been your most challenging um, life moment and how did you rise up to the occasion? So um, I feel like there have been a few, but off of the top of my head, I could name two. The first would be my experience in pageantry um from Bini Bini to Miss World I had such a fun two to three years in my pageant career however in Miss World I broke the streak and I didn't place internationally which was really tough because the shepherd when you compete abroad the org they're not super malaga they're not like so sensitive towards your feelings. So it's not like I could have gone up and been like, hey, what did I do wrong? Mm -mm -mm. It was just a matter of like me for a few, you know, up till now, sometimes I'm like, bakit kaya hindi ako pumasok? Or I know that um, your Beauty with a Purpose project plays a huge role in this world and mine was disqualified. And I know why. I learned why they told me it was too political Mm because it was about the Marawi siege and why it happened and Mm. the ISIS. I really had to explain the background in my video and I, I feel that was where the political 
controversy for them came from, mm. uh, which is fine because I still work with that advocacy. I still have um, a lot of different things I have planned for the for Marawi and the refugees of Marawi till today. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shepard, it's hard. Like if you, there's so much pressure coming from the country, yeah, for sure. and then you're so used to pageants, and then you don't get the outcome you expected, which is to even place, right? Um, So that was pretty, I think that was a pretty uh, tough time, especially on my ego and how I felt about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And luckily though, my manager at the time, he was so, he was really good and he was also very sympathetic and made sure I was kept busy with work and got me excited for my career. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads me to my next moment, which I feel like a lot of people can relate to. And that was having this sort of momentum in your life, in your career prior to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I had a teleseria. It was mm-hmm. like a dream role with <laughs> one of my the dream love teams that anyone would love to work with. Um, and it was such like a great way to kick, to kickstart my acting career and to really like delve into showbiz. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the pandemic happened oh and gosh. completely just like ruined that chance for me because so it was Shepard, shelved. No, it was shelved. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sayang. It was, yeah, super sayang. It was something that I feel like I was looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, it was there already. The opportunity was there. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, sayang because the opportunity was there now. I know exactly. And it was already opening so much more doors for me at that time. And when the pandemic happened, it was like, okay, I already knew that it would be impossible for the show to continue, especially because, um, the network was also, uh going to close down and it was just like okay yeah mm-hmm. super sayang and it was frustrating <sighs> i remember thinking because during pan- the pandemic i was in Chargao and i kept thinking like okay i am so blessed to be here especially during a pandemic i was trying to like keep thinking about all the blessings I had that time opposed to being negative about it. And every mm-hmm. time I spoke to friends, um, everyone was seemed to be on the same boat. Everybody's career was like uh, picking up. Everybody had like so much things planned for 2020. And yeah, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. And in a way it was comforting though, to hear that I wasn't the only one who was like, ah, like, no, why is this happening? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, baby too. Oh my gosh. Grave. Hi. Anyway, so many parents, it was like a halt to life. It yes. literally was. But yeah, how did you, what were your ways of coping back then that you, you have been applying now still? Uh, so exactly as you said, I'm, I've, I've still been applying it till now because I feel that <laughs> during 2020 being in Chargao and then in 2021 being pregnant also in Chargao, my priorities were so different compared to those who experienced the pandemic in Manila. Uh, again, I felt mm-hmm. so lucky and so blessed. However, coming back to Manila, I just, there are so many things I didn't understand, like the face mask, uh, for one, because you don't really need to wear face masks in Chargao. And then also the, um, I'd suppose like the, 
what is the word for it? It's like the the speed of life in Manila wasn't isn't like how it was before. Mm. And I had to con- constantly remind mm. myself that, okay, there is a pandemic. Okay, like there a lot of <laughs> people don't have work right now and it's not just me and it's been this way for two years. Like I would forget that. Oh wait, everyone experienced yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, because in Shargao, you're like in a bubble. Uh-huh. So it was some very much like, we would say we're like in a snow globe away from what's really happening. So um, it did bite me in the butt when I came back and I was just like, wait a minute, this is so <laughs> different from prior to to the pandemic. And also like, I didn't have a place to yeah. stay, which was also awkward because we, I had a place to stay <laughs> prior to the pandemic. And um, I guess like how I coped with it, a lot of it was having my son. So in, you know, just giving birth and having your, your firstborn alone is such a huge transition from where you were to who you become when you're a mother. Yes. And I feel that um, that transition helped me cope a lot with the frustration I had from not only the end of my pageant career, but also the frustration from not from the beginning of my my acting career being like oh my stopped. gosh yeah yeah yes I guess now if you, you you can I guess summarize it in a way now it was just so frustrating <laughs> to kind of first of all the first the first like not being able to place and having like the weight of the world on your shoulders literally it felt that way I mean, ipapa ang pageant world here in the Philippines. Yeah. Everyone's like so woohoo, and then you just don't want to let anyone down. And yes, I I can definitely relate to that in a way that you know you you just feel like you have to um, you have to keep reminding yourself that your worth is not measured by yes. your placements of whatever competition. Because at the end of the day, you know you had good intentions coming in, and you did your best. And at the end of the day your worth will always, you know, it cannot, you cannot yes, put a label I agree. to it. <laughs> In a way, every, everyone already has an Im- invisible crown yes, on their heads, yes, right? Yes, Janina, so, I agree. Right? So <laughs> what would be your message to everyone listening now who kind of, kind of relates to that, like feeling inadequate because of like a rank or a title or a placement or a yes. contest, you know, or like siguro they're working towards a promotion and then they felt shortchanged. What is your personal message to them? How do they rise up? I feel it? like, so what I tell the candidates who join pageantry when I do talk, get the chance to talk to them is I always like to remind them that um, when you join a pageant, you should have an intention, a selfless intention aside from your other purposes. And to always go back to the selfless intention um, just so you remember that you're purposeful and that you're also wanting to give back at the same time and to make, to give your, your platform context. And also that whether you win or you lose, um, you'll notice if you observe contestants in any competition, it's not always the winner who shines the brightest. Sometimes it's, the the runner up mm. sometimes it's someone who who didn't even place mm-hmm. um, examples would be like Halle Berry and Gail Godot they they both competed in pageants and nobody knew who they were that time but I mean now it's like Halle Berry and Gail Godot and yeah. um, it's really what you do it's really not that okay pageantry or that competition 
is like just your life and that's like your whole life yeah. it should in a way you have to remind yourself that okay this is just part of my life this is a stepping stone to the next big thing um and you know i'm so thankful mm-hmm. for my pageant career because i feel like um entering showbiz it, it helped me understand my branding more who i am how i wanted to not only be styled physically uh but also the brands i wanted to work with how i wanted to portray myself and it 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 kind of mm-hmm. tied myself who i am together cuz stamper when you join um mm-hmm. let's say anything that there's so much eyes on you so if if it's like showbiz or pageants you and you're young you can have the tendency to kind of lose yourself in all of it in the attention in the glam mm-hmm. um what's nice about being a host mm-hmm. like yourself your focus is typically on the clients on the brand on other people <laughs> so i i i like hosting i feel like it's something that's yeah, <laughs> yes. it, it really <laughs> makes you take a step back to observe everything and everyone and i that's my mm-hmm. suggestion is in anything you do even if it's in like a different career path i think taking a step back and just looking at the background of everything and kind of the bigger picture mm-hmm. and like seeing picture how too. your colleagues yeah. are how your bosses are i feel like that's what's going to mm-hmm. help ground you and help you rise up it's going to remind you that hey i'm not the only person in this setting like there are other people there is so much variables mm-hmm. that uh, make up this entire office this entire company this entire yeah. picture and i play this role and mm-hmm. it also i i love um yes. the saying that if you're going to whatever job you have do your best at it i remember reading once he was an indonesian actor he said if i'm going to paint a wall i'm going to paint that wall the the best way anyone has ever painted the wall so even like the simplest task wow. it's like you want to give your all in it yeah and i feel like yes exactly you never know where it's going to lead sure you to you meet a well. lot of characters mm-hmm. who are like that they they have the simplest jobs um like for example in bayou my partner's one of his staff um he works at the bar and he's so enthusiastic about his job mm-hmm. like he's always greeting everyone Aww. he's always you know making sure that everybody is attended to like and he's such an inspiration to me and we were together for two years so every day i was like this guy's work ethic and he, imagine he he just works at a bar mm-hmm. but he's he's like you know constantly like smiling and i kept thinking if everyone did their jobs this Aww. way no matter what their jobs are everyone would feel happy everyone would feel like they're successful and i feel yes. that that's what success is it's when you can just do the simplest thing and enjoy doing it Oh wow, I love it. You answered all my <laughs> upcoming questions. <laughs> You're like in one phrase. I was going to ask you like the recipe to success and like <laughs> all that and like your new mantra. I think you were able to check all the boxes, but definitely true. I definitely resonate with that. I mean, our tagline here is rise up every chance you get and have fun while you're at it because there is intrinsic value when you're truly enjoying the task at hand and not just seeing it as a task yeah, period, yeah. right? 
Yeah, you got to enjoy life. I mean, tomorrow is never promised. And one one Bible verse also, I remember that I have to keep reminding myself because you know how sometimes you're like, ah, that's not work naman. I'm not gonna, you know, parang I'm not, if it's not like a job that you're paid to do, sometimes parang, mm, asya, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you got to work and live life enthusiastically because it's like you're you're offering it up yes. to God. Diba? And it's not just it's not just because you're you're paid for it or not just because people hired you to do a certain job, but you do it because yes, you're grateful, because you're celebrating gratitude, life. Exactly. Like the mm-hmm. the free the Bible phrase by grace through faith. It's just like um I, I love how simple it is, but it's it pretty much teaches that okay, in everything you do, as you said, you're offering it up to God, you're showing thanks for everything. I also have to remind mm-hmm. myself that a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that from yeah. like the, <laughs> the moments of redirection, will you oppose using the word rejection, but like uh, from pageantry to to the pandemic, there's so much frustration and then having um, postpartum, sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what is life? And like, like I feel betrayed oh, by the yeah. whole world and like those <sighs> thoughts come up oh. and I'm like, I never <laughs> felt that way before. Before I'm just like, oh, whatever. I didn't place like onto the next thing. And then like, oh, there's a pandemic happening, but I'm, I'm like so thankful where I am. And like, <laughs> I, I just yeah. felt so blessed. And then all of a sudden I feel like with postpartum it's a thing I'm just like always like the whole world has betrayed me mm-hmm. everyone's against me Aww. and then it's, it's like, oh my gosh Grave. I gotta yeah. look out for that we gotta have yes. a longer talk for the future yeah. after this <laughs> but yeah I love what you said about redirections and yes more often than not redirections are really or rejections are redirections Correct. in the grand scheme yeah. of things so I love that. And I guess, yeah, we are down to basically we're wrapping things up and I just have a few more questions for you. Fast okay. talk style. <laughs> okay. So what's next for you, Katarina? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel that it's really going to depend on the upcoming elections, whether we will uh, be based in Chargao or be based here in Manila. But definitely I want to give my career in acting and showbiz a real chance. So yeah. Yes. Let's go That's for definitely it. Definitely uh-huh. in the work. Okay. Rise up to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By pandemic. Okay. How about your life mantra? Has it changed? No, also it's still the years? simple living, higher thinking. The more you simplify your life, I feel <laughs> the more that you can really look inward and have a grateful heart and an easy and easier time in life. I love that so much. I mean, I have so many, I have had so many guests here, but that's like, as you said, simple, but it really is. Wow. So impactful, simple living, higher thinking. How about one lesson or habit you wish you knew sooner or applied sooner? I feel like me. Okay. I really wish my younger self knew that every time you meet someone is an opportunity for something great to be in the works or for a relationship that you can uh, not only you benefit from, but also them. I feel that when I was younger, I met so many people and it was just overwhelming that I didn't remember a lot of them or um, I, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just like, Oh, hi, hi, hi. But now I really 
Yeah. I really appreciate and acknowledge meeting new people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Real the real connections. Make as many real and true and genuine yes, connections exactly. as you can. Okay. How about one thing people should start doing? One thing people should start doing, I think, is putting their phones down. Putting your phones down for like, you know, at least an <laughs> hour a day and just staying off of it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're speaking with other people, just put your phones away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about one thing people should stop doing? Or is it the same from your first answer? I feel like it's the same. Yeah, stop. I think, okay, you know what? I feel like um, the one thing people should start doing is reply <laughs> to their friends, reply to your right best away. friends, reply to your families right away. Mm. Even if it's just like, hold on, I'm doing something. Um, and that, then I feel like people should stop being on Got their it. phones like the yes. whole day, like put your phone mm-hmm. down. Like live, I said, for at least an hour. Off of the screen. Yeah. Okay. How about a favorite book? Maybe a yes. new book recommendation. My favorite book. So my favorite book is Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. Um, it's the first Disney adaptation story that I read the real story of. And it's quite dark. Um, it was a mm. big eye-opener for me because that's when I realized okay life is an all neverland and like so Mm -hmm. as romantic as the Disney films make it out to be um I I always highly recommend to read the real stories of the Disney adaptations of Mm -hmm. uh different uh, children's stories because Mm -hmm. you're gonna see like another side to to life which is Actually inspired by real life more than the sugar-coated one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How about, yeah, I guess that is it. How else can we support you? I know you have your charities and causes as well. Uh, yeah. So you could definitely, aside from like checking out my social media, my Instagram, Katerina Rodri, that's K-A-T-A-R-I-N-A-R-O-D-R-I. Um, you can also follow along with Save the Children Philippines. They have a lot of opportunities wherein you can not only donate, but also volunteer. I completely vouch for them. They are legit. They are transparent. They're constantly hardworking. And it's a great organization to be um, related to in connection with also. Mm-hmm. Legit, guys. <laughs> we got to make sure they're legit. <laughs> First of all, mahirap na, my scam, guys. Especially by the, um, those posing as charities. At least we can rest assured. We, we can have that peace of mind that they are legit. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katarina Rodriguez in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we will um, be updated for future babies to come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looking forward to it. This was so much fun. And as always, please don't forget to follow us if you haven't yet and rate this podcast five stars please tag us in your posts your favorite moments from the show and don't forget to write up every chance you get and have fun while you're at it bye guys thanks Janina. thank you so much for listening we'd love to hear your favorite insights from the show tag us at rise up with janina chan and at janina chan via instagram stories so we can repost share this episode to your friends who you want to rise up with and follow us for more This is produced by the Chinoy Podcast Network in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Also powered by Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now for free at podmetrics.co.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.